The Dr. Taz Show. The podcast, Dr. Taz. Superwoman Wellness. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back to Superwoman Wellness, where on every episode of this show, we are going to uncover the secrets to being superpowered and being the superwoman you are meant to be. I am so delighted by my guest today. Joining me today is Dr. Marissa Snyder. She is a women's hormone practitioner and author of the brand new book, The Essential Oil Hormone Solution. Dr. Snyder is a functional practitioner and she's actually the author of six books. Her newest one is this one, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, which actually is sitting here right beside me. For the past 10 years, she has lectured at wellness centers, conferences, corporations on hormone health, essential oils, nutrition and detoxification. She has been featured on Dr. Oz, Fox News Health, Mind Body Green, and so many other places and actually has her own podcast that I've appeared on, Essentially You Podcast, which is designed to empower women to become the CEO of their health. You guys know we're speaking the same exact language. Welcome to the show, Dr. Snyder. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Paz. It is such a pleasure. Well, we're thrilled to have you. I'm excited about this book. It's doing really well. We'll talk about that in just a minute. I want to know more about you, though. Tell me a little bit about your journey that led you to your passion with women's health. Absolutely. Well, I remember us just having this conversation a couple months ago, and I was listening to your story, and it felt so similar in a lot of ways. You know. Yes. Um, and I feel like, yes, my story isn't necessarily unique, but I it really did help to help me become the person I am today. So about 10 years ago, I was I was stepping into practice for the first time for the first year, and I had basically I was over overcome with hormone issues. I was struggling to I was struggling with chronic fatigue. I was struggling with chronic migraines. I was having gut issues. I was dealing with horrible periods, and it just literally felt like my body had sabotaged me. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I didn't really understand what was happening with my body. And when I had the test run, it was quite obvious that uh, my hormones were completely out of whack. And I didn't really have a lot of resources then. I didn't. There wasn't a lot of integrative approaches that I could find that really opened the door to this. And so um, a little bit about what people don't know about me is that I was once upon a time a biochemist with the goggles and the pocket protector. No. The whole <laughs> I can't see it. I'm trying to visualize it. I don't see it. Oh my gosh. So I even, I even had embroidered lab coats. I always say that that was the moment when I knew I was a true scientist. Oh wow. Um, I need a picture. So I, 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 need, I need a picture or I'm not buying it. How's that? So, <laughs> I'm teasing you. So the one thing I knew how to do since I was in college and, and well after that was research. I always knew I could dig into the research. And even though the doctors that I was I was finding, as you know, as a doctor, you should never self-diagnose. You should always go and right. give an opinion. And they didn't really have a full-on integrative approach that I was looking for. So I put my biochemistry hat on. I put my researcher hat on. I really began to dig deep. And for two years, I studied um, nutrition, supplementation. I studied Eastern medicine. I mean, I studied everything that I could in order to get my body back on track. And it did take about two years because, you know, it, that exploration just takes a while. And as I looked in my office and I looked at the women that I was taking care of, so many of them were dealing with such similar symptoms. And that became such a big passion for me. Like, I knew that women were struggling because they were burned out and they were struggling with what you call superwoman syndrome. You know, they, they had basically yes. burned themselves out 
trying to please other people, trying to do everything for their family, and not really putting themselves first. And so that is really, in a way, I, I you know, I feel like, thank goodness, we're kind of on a similar crusade. Um, so I right. feel like so many women are desperate for this information. They really are. And I think it's our very nature to want to help and take care of a lot of things. And God, I think, has gifted a lot of us with the ability to do that. But it doesn't mean you burn yourself to a crisp. So what is, you know, what have you seen? For I mean, I talk all the time. You guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about some of the stuff of what I see and what I see happening over and over again. I'm curious from your perspective, what are you seeing as a result of superwoman syndrome? What, what hormone imbalances are women having? Like, you know, weight and mood and energy are probably the biggest complaints. What are you seeing from your perspective of how some of these things are playing out? Absolutely. I mean, I think the, the biggest, well, the biggest situation here is the, is the constant being, the constant checking off the boxes, the constant going from one thing to the next, you know, that constant rushing from one thing. I have been, I have been victim of rushing to something that I don't even need to be at. Unless right. this ever happens to you. <laughs> yep. I am so used to doing it. And that's, so I see the chronic stress, and, and we know that, that cortisol and, and stress hormones are playing a major role there. Um, I feel like it's just an overactivity that's happening inside of the limbic brain, that we're overstimulating the sympathetic nervous system. Um, I call that sympathetic dominance. And we know mm-hmm. that when we're, re- we're running at this level, at this level of sympathetic dominance, we're in this chronic state of being, our body doesn't really know the difference between us being late to a meeting or responding to a crazy email or getting a call from somebody um, and being chased by a tiger. We, our bodies are dysfunctioning. You know, I think a lot of us don't know that our core mode of operation is survival. Our brain's mm-hmm. hardwired to it. Our cells are hardwired to it. And when we fall into these feedback loops, which are so easy to create when we're kind of in this state, you know, I meet women, I always ask them, you know, once you're in this stress state, state how easily are you triggered? Do you find yourself kind of being triggered back into that space? And women tell me all the time, yes, I don't know how to break this cycle. It's been such a struggle for me. And we know that not only does this affect our insulin levels, it affects our guts. We store belly fat because our body thinks that we're in survival. We shut down the reproductive system because why should we be using that when we need to survive? Um, and there's research that shows that we even lower our IQ on the prefrontal cortex because why do we need to solve a math problem when we're running from a tiger, right? Wow. We upregulate yeah. the Olympic system. So that's what I'm seeing predominantly. And then I feel like there's this domino effect. We do see a decrease in reproductive hormones like progesterone and estrogen. We see our thyroid becoming more sluggish. You know, we're seeing our insulin levels going up. We see those metabolic hormones deregulating. You know, so much has to happen in order for us to be in that stress state. And I think the one thing I know that I found that I, I felt like I was kind of telling myself a lie. Dr. Taz, I honestly thought that I was managing the stress. I really mm. did. And I, I thought, well, if I wasn't crawling on the floor, I was managing stress. I, I think there's so many women out there who are probably shaking their heads right there with you because I think the mentality and the mantra is to power up, right, and kind of power through things yeah. uh, rather than to really fuel yourself properly, recover, recharge, and then attack again, so to speak, you know. So I think probably everybody out there is agreeing. I know I am. This is what I see over and over again. And, you know, once we recognize this sympathetic dominance, superwoman syndrome, overwork, stress, however you want to identify it, 
how can we shift it and how do we how do we make some changes and what are if where would you start what would you advise people to do Absolutely. Such a great question. I think, you know, I I had an episode on my podcast called The Unexpected Solution to Radical Self-Healing. And I think think that first step is really awareness. You know, I don't think I was even aware that I was doing what I was doing. And I also believe that some of it is deep in our core belief system. I say recently, I've been saying this a lot, that you cannot green smoothie your way out of chronic stress. And although green smoothies can definitely help, I can tell you, I could make a green smoothie in five minutes or less and be in my car racing off somewhere else. And so I found that my core operations, even though I was doing some of the good things, that I hadn't changed the way that I operated. So I think a lot of it, too, that first step is not only self-awareness, but also a belief mindset. I didn't believe that I deserved to take care of myself before other people. I didn't believe that I was a priority or that I should be a priority. And I was brought mm. up with the belief that you do everything for everybody else. And until I, until I felt myself continuing to spiral down, like I would get well, and then I would spiral back down again, get well. And I kept finding myself stuck in this, this pattern. I would get better, and then I'd go back into my way of operating. So mm-hmm. the first step for me was really working on that core belief and letting go of the fact that I didn't deserve it or that self-care was selfish. I had to let that go. And once I got over those disempowering beliefs, then I was able to move to that next step. Now, nutrition was a massive thing for me. You know, when you're when you're fueling on stress, oftentimes you're trying to make up for it with sugar right. and caffeine and anything. Honestly, Salt. girl, I was of the anything I can get my hands on, you know, type of, of, of pack. Yeah. That was how I was operating. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, so the kids movies were a big deal. I just, you know, I was still running at high octane at that time. Um, so nutrition was a big thing. My first five books were on nutrition because I fell so in love. Um, really being mindful, meditation. And I think self-care is really that permission just to pause. Just giving yourself right. permission to pause is such a big thing. And then the other thing that I discovered about three years after I, I kind of gone through this journey was essential oils. And I love, love, love the power of aromatherapy. You know, the mm-hmm. power of olfaction has such a profound impact on our limbic system, on our hormones. Like, I had just discovered in the last couple of years that we even have olfactory receptors inside of our lungs. And yes. so it's been such an interesting journey, leveraging the power of aromatherapy to really calm down the limbic brain, to actually down-regulate our systems, such as the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal access. So those are one of the first tools that I have women grab, is just grab an essential oil. As much as I love meditation and I love taking those big moments, Sometimes we just need to grab a little something. We need that little hack that's going to just move the needle right. a little bit back to creating calm. Yeah. And so what is your favorite solution to this? Because one of the things, um, you know, as you talk, we're talking about sympathetic dominance and our hormones crashing and then leading to so many different conditions, everything from anxiety, depression, PCOS, endometriosis, cancer, and even weight gain, which, you know, I don't think I go a day without somebody complaining about their weight. All of those, I think we both agree are side effects from the sort of powering through mentality or burning the octane too high as you're, as you are describing it. What are your favorite oils for that type of woman who is just running, 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 cortisol's out of control, her weight's going up, she's got belly fat. Um, what's what's kind of, where do we go? What do we do? 
Absolutely. So, so two oils, actually there's multiple oils that actually can help not only lower cortisol levels, stabilize that HPA axis and help calm the limbic system. But I just have a little combination of two oils I think are just perfect for this. The first oil is lavender. And lavender has two chemical constituents that I fall in love with. They're so profound. And lavender is just one of those beautiful oils. She is just a beautiful calming force inside of the body and very multifaceted. So I give her so much credit. But she has two chemical constituents called um, linalool acetate and linalool. And we know that those chemical constituents can actually, when you breathe those chem- you breathe those that chemistry into the brain, it actually lowers the HPA response inside of the brain. It calms the brain, and it really tells the body that we're safe. Everything's okay. We can kind of take this down and not. The other oil that I love is bergamot. Now, bergamot mm-hmm. is a citrus oil. It has limonene in it, but it's also got these beautiful calming properties. And we know that limonene boosts serotonin levels, that feel-good neurotransmitter that we really want that tends to get pushed to the wayside as well, by the way, when we're chronically stressed. So yeah. I love a little roller, just a little roller ball. You can get them anywhere. They're 10 mil, 15 drops of each of those oils. I top it off with grapeseed oil or almond oil, and I just roll it over my palms because it's so fast and easy to do. Rub my palms together and just take three to five deep belly breaths. And just by simply breathing in that chemistry, it's going to reset the system, honestly, whether you like it or not. I mean, that chemistry is going to go and do its job. So much so that if you took a little diffuser and you put about four drops of each of those oils inside of an office and there was an office crab or someone else who was just an energy vampire, <laughs> you would shift their mood too. Like even if they didn't want it, you would do it. <laughs> wow. I love it when I walk in my office and they've got all the diffusers going. It's one of my favorite things because I feel like it just... It almost feels like it purifies the air and it puts us all in such a great mood. What about something for those pesky sugar cravings? So I've got to paint a scenario that you guys are all going to probably crack up about. So I know you guys know I know a lot about health and wellness. However, you catch me at a weak hormonal moment walking into the house. And if you put anything salty in front of me, tortilla chips, uh, what else? Anything like super, super tortilla chips would probably be the number one enemy, but I have a lot of trouble controlling it. And I think it's because I probably have low grade adrenal fatigue, maybe all the time. And I crave the salt at certain times of the month. So what about something for salt cravings, sugar cravings, hormonal dips, hormonal peaks? What give us a little background on that and how we can use essential oils to our advantage. Absolutely. Well, I always want Dr. Todd, I want you to win that stare down contest with those potato chips or those, those, those tortilla chips and salsa, exactly. right? Exactly. Or maybe, maybe it's a cupcake for someone else, or maybe it's peanut M&M for somebody else. And, you know, the thing is, is, yeah, if we are, if it happens to be a time in the month or we happen to be stressed that day, we all know that cortisol has the ability to hijack our cortex. Basically, cortisol hijacks willpower because survival dominates. And so how do we get control of that? Because so often we'll even say no to those corn chips or potato chips multiple times a day until that moment where we're we're our weakest moment. And so what I recommend, one of my favorite go-to oils, and I have a perfect blend for this, and note that a craving is so often an unmet need. It's either an energy concern, it's a stress concern, it's an emotional concern. We're usually battling something else in our life at the time, and a Mm -hmm. craving usually lasts about three minutes. Now, I will say that you can do a lot of damage in three minutes' time when you're dealing with a big craving. So 
But if you have a blend and if you're using peppermint oil, so we know in the Journal of Neurology and Orthopedics um, that there was a, a great article by Dr. Alan Hirsch that studied aromatherapy and cravings. And he had found that in like 90-something percent of the people that peppermint oil will stave off a craving. It's the ultimate craving suppressant. And it's simply breathing that in. So I have a blend that I love. We also know that grapefruit and other citrus oils are great craving suppressors as well. And can even be leveraged as an appetite suppressor, but just really that giving you that energy boost, helping with that brain fog, kind of giving you that extra energy that so often we need. So that little roller, I love having rollers on me. I feel like as a woman, you are an ultimate ninja when you have mm-hmm. these little roller blends made up. You, you just have an arsenal of absolutely incredible hacks. So it is um, 10 drops of peppermint. Ten drops of grapefruit, and you could just stop there. But I do like a little bit of lemon, and then five drops of lemon oil. You just top it off with coconut oil or almond oil. Um, roll the roller over your palms again. You want to leverage aromatherapy, and honestly, that they'll go straight to the brain, and they will rewire the cortex and stop that craving in its tracks. And I'll tell you what, I've used this blend with over a million women over the years, and it works all the time. As long as you have it on you, that is the ticket. You got to have this oil on you. Have so it with if us, you know, right? Yeah. If you know those triggers, like if you know you're about to step into the house and that's where the trips are, you're going to have that blend with you maybe before you walk in the house. If you know that the break room has the donuts that day, make sure you have the oil with you in the break room because what I want is I want to buy you time. I want you to be able to win that stare down contest. And also, you got to walk away. See, once you use that oil, I highly recommend don't challenge yourself anymore. Do your best to walk away from the scenario. I love it. So again, it's grapefruit oil. What were the other ingredients? I was just writing it down real fast. It's grapefruit oil and... Absolutely. Grapefruit oil. Peppermint's a big one. And you could just get away with using peppermint. You could just always have a little peppermint bottle with you. But again, I love the grapefruit and the lemon because they not only boost energy, they're energizer bunnies, but they also kind of clear that brain fog. So this is a three-for-one blend. You can kind of knock out all those stones at once. That's amazing. So I'm definitely going to try it. Uh, right now I've got my armed guards, Cubby and Rania, making sure I don't get near the chips or we just don't have them in the house. So this will be better than depending on them, I am sure. Well, all of this, I am assuming, is in your new book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. Am I correct? That is correct. Yeah, I have an entire chapter devoted to stress. I have an entire chapter devoted to energy and definitely one devoted to cravings and weight resistance. You know, that's a topic that comes up so much for you and I. Women don't understand why they're putting on weight and they want to have a better understanding. So I, that, I cover so much of that in the book. That's fantastic. And just thinking through this, like, have you seen oils? I don't know if there are any studies out there. I haven't looked recently, but where usage of oils over X period of time showed a loss of weight or diminished cravings or things like that. Um, is there anything out there that's sort of tracking this? So anybody out there who's a little skeptical and is thinking, well, really, can an oil do all of that? Is there any place we can turn them so they can kind of get more information? Absolutely. Well, the book has 40 pages of bibliography, so I did a lot of cited research. I mean, we crawled every research article there could be on oils and hormones. Um, There are oils that are metabolic boosters. Um, Cinnamon is a great metabolic booster. Also, cinnamon is a great blood sugar regulator. Um, 
ginger is a great metabolic booster. It's also great for boosting serotonin levels and helping to support um, digestive, you know, basically support peristalsis and somatic juices, so it allows for our digestive system to work better. I wouldn't say that there's specifically a blend or an oil that helps most targeted to weight loss, but they can really help to reduce those cravings to support our metabolism and to help regulate some of those hormones related to our metabolic system. Wonderful. Well, all of you out there who are looking for hacks to really get through the day to help you continue being the superwoman that I know we all want to be, although it is important to budget recovery as well. This is such an easy, easy thing to do. And it's filled with great scientific and medical information to show really how the power of essential oils can change our mindset, can change our cravings, can change our hormones and ultimately change our lives. So um, Marissa, thank you so much for joining me today. But I think that you've got a gift for my listeners. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Um, Tell us all about it. Yes, I will. Absolutely. So this book, you know, the book that I wrote, um, probably 10 years in the making, really is giving you the why behind um, understanding your hormones and then what you can do to really get them back on track. And what I wanted to create is we created this amazing, epic bonus, $300 worth in bonuses. So if you grab the book and you head over to my bonus page, which is I know that Dr. Tab will probably have a link, just drmarisa.com slash hormone book. We've got a suite of gorgeous bonuses that people are just going crazy for. Thyroid no. protocols, stress protocols. We have my self-care video series, my hormone masterclass. I mean, it is just jacked with goodies. I spent the whole summer, girl, creating this wow. beautiful bonus series that people are going crazy for. So if you grab the book, you're going to get those bonuses instantly. Um, and it's just a beautiful companion to go with the book to really support your journey. Fantastic. And if we just want to learn more about you or if anyone listening today wants to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? The best place to come find me, I, you know, the podcast is such a great place. The Essentially You podcast. Dr. Taz is coming up in the next couple of weeks on there. <laughs> so you're definitely going to want to listen in. That's a great conversation we had. Um, also, I'm on Insta and it's just at D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A. Um, you, and you can find the book on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. I mean, then my website is just drmarisa.com. So those are the best places to find me. Wonderful. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Always so fun to share this journey with you as we try to empower women and really bring them into their fullest potential. For everybody else, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Superwoman Wellness, which is now on Spotify as well. And if you have questions about today's show, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Taz MD. And if you enjoyed the show, please rate and review and share it with your friends. I'll see you guys next time.